This is Mona Lisa Baseball. Yeah, it's really great to have you. So let me see if I have this right. Uh, you are a youth baseball commissioner in a large city. That is accurate. And how long have you had that position? Five years. So what are the biggest challenges of spring 2023 as commissioner? Well, the biggest change was COVID, and it's being compounded this year with all the rain. Because even the weeks it doesn't rain, the fields were so wet. Yep. They were closed, you know, until in the head of the parks kind of, they liberalized their view of, <laughs> of a playable field. Hmm. Okay, so in your large city, how many of your parks are grass, uh, grass and dirt, and how many are artificial turf, you know, that supposedly drain better? We do have some of those, and so we're doing our best to jam every game on that or as much as we can, but yeah, most are grass. I think we have at least eight artificial turf diamonds. Do you think that's a number that's going to continue growing? One of the things that encroaches on youth baseball is soccer. Mm. And soccer is just a juggernaut. And okay. When they build new things and everything, they're new soccer fields. Mm. And it's really nice. My daughter played soccer. Well, my son used to play soccer too. But um, Think of the baseball gods 50 years ago saying, uh, there's no way in hell soccer is going to be more popular than baseball. I know. You know, you know it's so crazy too because when I grew up, so I just turned 60. Okay. And when I grew up in the late 60s, early 70s, in St. Louis, we had, in our elementary schools and stuff, there were we had these fields. And it was like, what are those weird goals in those fields? And they were soccer goals. Okay. Soccer, golf, or whatever, many sport, you know, they ebb and flow. Yeah. And soccer had been really popular in the early part of the 20th century, and then it waned. Mm -hmm. But it's really popular now. It's hot right now. As a youth league baseball commissioner... Would you characterize the number of teams as going up or going down in the last five years? You know, it's been holding steady, I'd say. Okay. It's a thing. Um, all right. So this year we have 2,566 kids playing and we have 197 teams. 197 teams. Okay. And that's an age range from four to 14? Yes. And you said that you started your son. We started with Coach Pitch. Okay. What I love about baseball, I, I did play baseball when I was a kid, like fourth grade, fifth grade. I wasn't very good at it. And I wasn't at all athletic at all growing up. I wasn't, really wasn't into sports at all. Yeah. And then uh, that first year in first grade, and someone at school was like, hey, we're organizing a team. Oh, we, we need someone to come, you know. And, you know, everybody took one step backwards, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can help a coach, you know, so our very first year we hired this kid out of University of San Francisco. And then I watched him that spring and I'm like, eh, I can do this. And yeah. that's a great thing now. Thank God for the internet, yeah. right? You could just yeah. sit all day. <laughs> and I have going through YouTube videos because everybody and her uncle, like, hey, this is Joe Blow and I've got my baseball yeah. tips for the yeah. day. <laughs> and some are really good, you know, I mean, so I, all kinds of stuff. And of course, the league, we, you know, it's one day. A coach is training every year to help everybody. Yep. All. Yep. Most of the coaches come out, certainly in the early years, because they're all, it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, play some drills. And, and when they're little, I always say, don't call them drills, call them games. You know, yeah. If he wants to go through a drill, it's just like, there's all kinds of fun games teaching you those things, because the hardest thing to do when they're little is keep their attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially. Mm -hmm. In so many cases, there's 
you know, there aren't enough coaches, 16 kids. If you can set up a lot of little stations, you know, you got to keep the kids moving. You can't just do the same or they'll get bored really fast. Plus, yeah, yeah. It's just so much you have to learn how to do in baseball. Mm-hmm. When I watch it, and I think about it sometimes. Like, oh, it's ridiculous. This game's ridiculous. It's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like, are you a fan of any of the professional teams? Do you consider yourself like a baseball guy or do you go to games? I go to Giants games. I follow my teams. Mm-hmm. I follow the Giants. I follow the Warriors. Did your son follow suit as a Giants fan when he was growing up? Oh, he's a huge Giants fan. My son is great. Hands down, the best kid on my team. He just had a lot of innate ability. He's a really good athlete. He got to high school and he switched to tennis, but he still loves baseball. And now, so I said he's a freshman down at Occidental. He is the voice of the Occidental Tigers <laughs> on the Dream Their Baseball Games. Oh, that's fun. And so he does the play-by-play. And it's great. You know, after years of watching Mike Kruko and Dwayne Kipe, you know, Kruk and Kipe, on KNBR in San Francisco, you know, our guys, he's just soaked all that in through osmosis. Mm-hmm. And so you listen to him call those games and then you think like, Jesus, it's like you've been doing this your whole life. And it's like <laughs> in your head, you were. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I've always wondered that job, if you have to think about doing your job or can you just put it on autopilot like you drive a stick shift if you know <laughs> what you're doing and you just don't even have to think about it. you just talk like it just happens. Yeah, he soaked up all that nomenclature, you know, just the stuff. It's, you know, it's not like he, he doesn't use, like, you know, he hits it high, he hits it deep. It's high. <laughs> Grab some pine meat. I can't remember what he's worked on his own, you know, when he's got a, you know, like, uh, what, what was Johnny Miller's? Adios, pelota. You know? Yeah. And I never really liked that one. Oh, it's great. Come on. We're so lucky here in the Bay Area. I get, yeah, I don't know. It sounded a little forced. <laughs> I love John Miller, too. Love John Miller. That was probably the lone, not my favorite part of John Miller. Uh, John Miller's grown on me. I didn't used to like him as much. Mm, interesting. Just love Dwayne and Mike. I got two words for you guys. Hank Greenwald. <laughs> yeah. That's old school. Yeah. I remember when the year that they got John Miller, they also got JT Snow. And that was the joke was oh, the best guy they got this year was actually John Miller. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, and JT had a banner first year. He had some pretty lean years, <laughs> but uh hell of a first baseman. Well, he had his own section, the view level. Uh, it's also my wife's all-time favorite player. And uh, a friend of mine, actually, that I'm hoping to interview later this season, played golf with him. And I, I got to tell my wife, hey, guess who we played golf with today? Who? JT Snow. And the answer was, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, one question I got is I want to know about the cost of playing a year of ball. And do you think there's kids out there that would want to play that can't? Are there scholarship programs for those type of kids? I'm signing my kid up for T-ball. What do I owe the league? It's pretty cheap for us. Um, It's 98 bucks. Oh, man. I was thinking 300. That's great. So from four years old to eight years old, that includes the jersey. Oh, yeah. I get a uniform with that. Okay. Yeah. Stirrups? It's a really good... Uh, oh, man, I love <laughs> No, stirrups? <laughs> they're painted on the socks now? Yeah. Such a good question. It's just socks. But uh, yeah. I always like whoever rocks the stirrups. I'm always... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Soft spot. Um, our teams are either like parish teams and public school, you know, not, not necessarily the school team, but like my team, we had enough kids from one elementary school and we had our little team. Um, other than that, it wasn't associated with the school. 
there are some middle schools where it is, you know, it's the athletic director putting it together. They pay the fees and however it's handled on the other end. I don't know. Yeah, but it is. Looks like this is the such and such school team Mm -hmm. or, or a town. And then we have platinum down to bronze are our levels. We have a description for each and, you know, it's up to them to sort of self-assess and say, okay, we want to play at this level. And then, um, and for the most part, it works, but, you know, then there's, I had some people like, oh, man, I put myself in the wrong division. You know, we just played a game. We lost 15 to nothing. And yeah. and most of the time in this year was no exception. It's like, yeah, I really can't do anything. Of it. It's so, you know, people just don't get how complicated it is to try to change a schedule. Can you just move me over here? It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Here and then there. And that means that then I have to move those other guys over there. You know, it just becomes this this very tangled mess. Yeah. And then it rains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask you, does that mean there's four divisions, platinum, gold, silver, and bronze? Yeah. Okay. That, well, and then depending on the numbers, you know, we might have to move people around or we might, right. you know, even it out. Those kind of travel teams or whatever, they're platinum. And if I had my way, they would always just be in their own division. Because even though it's like, hey, look, these kids aren't, on one level, any better than kids other places, right? They're paying a lot of money to play. Now, those kids play a lot to play. Well, I know they do a sliding scale, but the people that aren't are paying, I don't know, like two, 300 bucks to play baseball. In theory, also going to some tournaments outside the city and stuff too, maybe in the summer. We also mm-hmm. had an all-star program in the summer where we go to tournaments. Um, one thing that I have a question I'm not really clear on is... At first, I thought Little League was within kind of your umbrella, but then it sounded like it's separate. I don't really know the difference. Little League's just a completely different organization. They have different rules. For example, they don't have stealing. Pony is very much, and not everybody who plays Pony agrees with it, but like we play by baseball rules. Right. Wait, 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 wait. When when was stealing banished from Little League? Because... yeah. I've, this I, is the first I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. I should be clear. You can't go until like the ball crosses the plate. Oh, sure, yeah, sure, so sure. I yep. shouldn't have said that. Same There's thing. no lead yep. offs. Oh, okay. No pickoffs. When we do the coaches training, I always tell these coaches, say like if you're at the 9-10 level, which is the one I usually do, which is Mustang. I'm like, guys, you got to mm. remember, this isn't baseball. This is Mustang baseball. Mm. It's mm. going to be different. You know, mm-hmm. we play by regular baseball mm-hmm. rules. So what do you think that means? It means... The minute a kid gets on first base, two pitches later, he's at third. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, no right. way. It's the rare, rare nine-year-old, ten-year-old catcher, even on that small diamond, who's ever yeah. able to make that throw to second. So many things have to go perfectly to yeah. throw a guy out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the kids are having fun, and that's goal number one, right? And that's you have to constantly yeah. find all these parents and everybody, you know, you know, we lost 15 to zero. It was humiliating. <laughs> it's like, did you check in with your kids? They humiliate. <laughs> you know, I would love to go back and coach now. I'd be such a better coach. I was a, I was a decent coach, right? But my attitude would be so much better now, right? Yeah. Remember back then, I, I could lose 15 to zero. And my guys, we were doing our after the game huddle, you know, and they're goofing around and they're just, they just play baseball all day, you know? And I, and I was more like, aren't you guys? bummed out that we just lost and it's like, you know now i'm just so much smarter now like no they don't care yeah <laughs> i mean 
they had, it was still fun. They still ran around. And the kids that are really good have fun. And the kids that aren't that good, they have fun. So, you know, and don't just plan them out in the outfield. You know, let them try out some, you know. That's the first thing. It's like, look, because if they're not having fun, they're never going to go on to play baseball. Right. All right. And, you know, and it's always a mix. My team, definitely. I had some kids, my son included, and I co-coached my son and his, and they were buddies and they were both really good. And then there were kids who just kind of wanted to hang out with everyone else. They didn't always get the same amount of play time. You know, the rule in our league is everybody has to get at least one at bat mm-hmm. and be in the field, you know, so that everyone gets a chance to play. Because there are, there's coaches out there, you know, they're just like, you know, it's, hey, this is a high school. You can't just stick that kid on the bench for all season. How many innings do they have to play in the field? Uh, one. One. Okay, so one at bat and one inning in the field. Okay. You got to remember, too. So when they're younger, even a Mustang game, nine-year-olds, right? They have two hours. Two hours or six innings, whichever comes first. Yeah. I can tell you, two hours mm. always comes first. <laughs> <laughs> is that it right? Runs, it'll be like... I've seen games. They only got two innings in and two out. Oh, wow. You know, they'll turn, they'll just turn into a walk fast. They're trying, but you know, man, so, well, we got one kid that could pitch. I was like, okay. (laughs) You know, but yeah, you know, and and now through MLB, there's all kinds of limitations. You know, you can only throw X amount of pitches a day if you're this such and such age. Yeah, boy, I didn't have any of those restrictions and that's probably changed a hell of a lot. Yeah. Well, they had inning restrictions. When I was a pitcher in, in Little League, they had inning restrictions per week back then. Yeah. But now it's by pitch. They're counting it by pitch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right, actually. Do all the leagues that you oversee uh, automatically play with a designated hitter? No. That's a good point. You know, um, we're. I'm so glad you just said no. Yes. Please continue. Because <laughs> we had that, you know, people calling up, bro, do I need to buy 15 inch bases? And we were like, I. You know, uh, oh, you're good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> all snuck up on us. You know, like, oh yeah, that affects us too. Yeah, but um, how do leagues decide if they're playing DH or not? You know, I mean, I got to be honest. I it just we just haven't really thought about it. So this year, anyway, we're just playing the way we always played, mm, which is pitcher hits. We'll need to have that conversation. It's like, are we going to go to a DH? No, please don't. Please, I'll, yes, please do not do that. I'll do I'll do anything to keep it how you're doing. Yeah, that seems. I mean, I know that having learned. We've talked to a, a high school coach who has <clears throat> gone into agreements with other coaches to have a tenth hitter in the lineup for games. They call it the EH. So nothing surprises us at this point. Yeah. Now we've always had that. Okay. Oh, so you have the EH. The oh, tell EH, us more about that. But the pitcher still hits. Correct. The EH that keep things moving. Because that's the thing. So when they're younger, right, you're just, um, you know, you're just batting around. Mm-hmm. You're not uh, subbing people in and taking yeah, players. Okay. You're just like, I got 12 kids. and we Batting 12. Yep. You're not, you're not pinch hitting in Little League. Okay. <laughs> no, exactly. And then, no, in fact, you have a kid that leaves or something and like so-and-so was sick and had to leave. You have to take an out every time that kid's. Ooh, oh, really? Uh, oh, right. You're not sick. <laughs> or the coaches that are like, I think you're sick now, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. So does that mean that everyone's in the lineup? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. For T-ball, All right. up through, you don't have to at Mustang, which is, that's nine and 10 years. Yeah. But when you're a coach, uh, it's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. But certainly by Bronco, which is 12 and 11, and Pony, which is 14, 13. 
then they're doing it, you know. But not everybody does it. It's maybe if you're playing at the bronze level, even at that age, uh, yeah. just playing through the lineup because the coach is like, it's too hard. I mean, I spent a lot of time working my line. You know, you could never, you can't do it on the fly, especially when you add that wrinkle in of like, hey, everybody has to play. Right. So you had to figure it out ahead. All right, we're going to start with these guys. If the ultimate goal is for everyone to have fun, then like why fiddle with the lineup in the first place? Really? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. You're right. But by the middle school age, people are, again, if you're playing at the gold or platinum level at the middle school age, you're still trying to have fun, but you are also trying to play, you know, realistic baseball. And so, yeah. Right. So when you're younger, you're just batting through the lineup and you're switching kids in and out of positions mm-hmm. whenever you feel like it. Whenever, Defensively. Yeah. Just, yeah flinging it okay uh joe you go from second base and you're on left field now and you know frank you come in move around so that everybody gets a chance to be all over the place um so the extra hitter the difference is an, a designated hitter right all they ever do is hit mm-hmm. extra hitter has to come in mm-hmm. at some point okay. okay um that's the thing you could have a starter who then leaves but they were extra hitter and they're then they're still batting so maybe they're one of your good batters so what I'm hearing is if, if you want to be in the lineup, you have to play at least one inning in the field. Right. There are no designated. Yes, exactly. There's no designated hitter. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. That's, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. One of the mottos of our show is play real baseball and not playing with a designated hitter is a huge part of that. And I 100% thought you were going to tell me it's all designated hitter. When you said no, I was, I was literally stunned. <laughs> No, well, but I'm not, I can't tell you that it won't go that yeah, way. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. You're going to get pressure. No, please tell us. Please tell us it won't go that way. <laughs> Put up a fight. Because Pony is, we play by MLB rules. Okay. So does that mean clocks are coming in? That would make us, you know, then, and someone would be right to say, it's like, well, you're not playing real baseball anymore because MLB is. Well, the MLB is not playing real baseball anymore. Yeah, that's the thing. But, you know, I mean. And I, I mean, I'm like, on one hand, I'm totally with you. On the other hand, like when you look at, if you really, if you read about baseball and everything, they're always changing the rules of baseball. They're changing, they change all the time. And so the 15 inch bases, I have no problem with that. Great. Hey, four and a half inches less to second base. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know that it's for safety. And when the kids are smaller, the base is relatively bigger. So it's not as big an issue, right? Right. Well, but this is MLB. They're big. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For their, and the irony of that is, you know, when the money gets, you know, people are like, hey, this is a lot of money at stake for me if you're crowding the bag and get me hurt, you know, and a Buster Posey rule, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And people still have problems with that. I had a game our last season. Oh, I mean, this was quite a, such a scene. So we're playing ball. Kid hits this ball to left field. Other kids running around. I don't remember exactly, but he's running third, right? And their third base coach is going, go, go, he's sending him home, right? Yeah. And he doesn't know. It's like, I happen to have a cannon out in left field. <laughs> and so Uh-oh. all comes in, right? I mean, like a day before this kid. <laughs> and, I mean, he's done. There's nothing that kid can do. And what does this kid yeah. do? Man, he lowers his shoulder. Uh-oh. And he just plows into my catcher and he knocked him. I swear to God, five feet. You know, his helmet came off. Mm. And that's wow. His helmet's on pretty snug. And man, those stands exploded. And oh, and, oh, this kid's dad is up in the bleachers like, that's baseball. That's baseball. Yeah. That's how you play. And it was just like, 
dude, what hmm. planet are you on? I mean, yeah. <laughs> have you never heard of Buster Posey? It's like, no one plays it that way anymore. Are we around since Ty Cobb? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. So when are you going to ban the shift um, in Mustang? But <laughs> he does the shift. And, and <laughs> the only reason why that would be pertinent is I never saw a shift either, but you're not allowed to now stand on the grass. You have to stand well, he, on the dirt. Well, your toes have to be on the dirt, but he's glad they banned yeah. the shift. I, I think that, uh, to me, no, that's one of those things. The sh- when the shift came around, now I'm older than you guys. I was like, mm. that's not real baseball. Nobody used to play that way. Well, they used to shift on uh, Ted Williams. But, you know, that's spreadsheets and what's his face? Uh, you know, <laughs> Jonah Hill. We're talking about sabermetrics, oh, yeah. right? Changing the game. I thought you were going to yeah. go with Bill James, yeah. You know, counting all this stuff. Hey, you know what? You should move three degrees to the right because he... <laughs> well, no one, you know, you had scouting reports and all of that, but no one ever had that kind of detail. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things that's hard to know. But certainly with the shift, it's obvious. It's like nobody used to do the shift. We were bringing baseball back to the way it was for decades, if not mm. more. That, that's a return to baseball. That's, that's just a fact. Oh, wow. We could do like another four hours on that topic alone because both of us are adamantly opposed. No, no, it's a good point. It's a good point. Adamantly opposed to banning the shift. You can say they shifted on Ted Williams, but they also shift way more now. It's They're both correct. Yeah. yeah. It's yep. totally different. I mean, they're, you can look that up online. Like, who was the first team to do a sh- the shift? Everybody's like, Jesus, what the hell? Where'd that third baseman just go? You know? <laughs> right. I mean, I want to gamble. It must've seemed like at the time, it's like, really, you're just going to leave that whole, I mean, you're telling me it's impossible for that batter to statistically. Yeah. He cannot hit the ball over there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he should learn how, or maybe he shouldn't get drafted. Yeah. Well, and occasionally you would see it though. I remember like belt. I always, he always had a very severe shift and he started. Yeah. He bunted over there. Like, there you go. Yeah. What a stud. That's money ball, right? Just get on first. That's all you need to do. Yeah. He gets on base. Well, look, yeah, if they're going to hyper strategize against you, then there should there's a counter strategy. And that's why baseball is beautiful, because you can go the other way. Yeah. If they shift on you, it's like, here's a wide open gap. Go that way. It's right there in front of you. Oh, I can't. You can't. You can't. <laughs> right. Are you serious? Well, and they did it long enough. I mean, so why didn't it happen more? I mean, I think it's the Barry Bonds philosophy, which was. You play me however the hell you want. I don't care. I will hit it as hard as I can, and it doesn't matter to me what you do. But he did have the ability to hit to left field, and I saw him do it a couple times. Not much, but, I mean, the thing with him is he's just trying to hit it out of the park. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter where you're playing if I bomb one. Well, Will Clark recently spoke out on this. And what did he say? Yeah, the Will Clark interview that I heard, I think it might have been with – Bernsey that used to play for the A's. Anyway, he was just perplexed. Basically, it's like, well, it's right there for you. And the defense is meant to combat the offense. And so if this guy hits it to the right side of second base every time, why would we have anyone on the left side of the field? And what I thought was interesting about him saying it was the fact that he was a slugging left-hander. But I don't believe they shifted on Will Clark, if I remember right. Well, I guess the one theory would be is take like belt. It's just like, well, I could bunt it over there. It's like, well, did you want to play a game where it's like, well, now all Brandon Belt can do is he has to bunt every time. He- no, 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 no. If he bunts it enough over there, then they stop doing the shift. On exactly. Him. That that would be my take. 
it's like, hey, raise your batting average up to 350. And by the time they figure it out, it's like, okay, now the right side's open again. If batters could have always learned to fight the shift, then people would have stopped the shift. Correct. So the league just said, you know what? We'll just stop the shift. Yeah, because they don't want to give up home runs. Well, no, they just kept drafting sluggers instead of like versatile yeah. hitters. That's they don't the want to give up home runs. There you go. And so, but that's 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 like uh, you know that's a capitalism, right? Is it you're all yeah <laughs> yeah <you're> just <laughs> well we're gonna follow the money like well don't you want right. to yeah let's bring in the fences let's get more home runs let's turn this whole thing into a home run derby yeah. let's paint circles on the field and tell the players where they can play. <laughs> well, but I'm saying by getting rid of the shift now, it's like, oh, we'll start getting more versatile hitters. More versatile hitters with a band shift? Well. Could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's, let's wait and see. It could happen. It could, but that's not uh, that, that's actually just counter to what you were just saying, which is. Well, you never know how these, there's always unintended yeah. consequences of these rule changes. For example, some pitchers are actually pitching slower now because of the pitch clock. Right. Because they can wait until it winds down to the very end and then they know the batter can't call a timeout. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a good point. I never saw that one coming. Nobody saw that one coming. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. People always find a way to like, well, how do I turn this to my advantage? Mm-hmm. So. I think one other thing about the Barry Bonds style was there's also machismo involved, which is like, yeah. I don't give a rat's ass what you're doing. <laughs> and uh, instead of trying to one up on the strategy, it just became a, well, I'm just going to hit it hard. And then when you hit a screaming line drive into short right field that where the second baseman's playing, it makes it very easy to think, you know, that should have been a hit, especially if they weren't shifting on people like Will Clark. That would look like a new thing to me and to A2 as well. It's we love the idea of the freedom, the freedom on defense, where it's if you can outsmart your opponent, do it and make them prove you wrong. I really like that. Uh, okay. Fact check. They did used to play the second baseman deep on the grass when Will Clark would come at bat. Okay. So that is technically, you can't do that now. Right. The thought that you can't play deep for a slow runner. I don't know. I, I really don't like that. That's the new rule. The infield guys have to stay in the dirt. Mm-hmm. But by the time the pitch is released, you can run into the outfield if you want. Yes. Okay. Before the pitch is thrown, you have to at least have toes in the dirt. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah, that seems, that part seems weird to me. To me, when I first heard about it, I was like, yeah, okay, you can't put the third baseman over on the other side of second. I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. good. You know, but, should have right. bones. but I didn't know it was going to apply to how far forward or how far backward you can go. That doesn't seem like even when you say, like, well, I used to play deep for Will Clark. It's like, well, that's not a shift. Mm-hmm. Well, it is now. Yeah, it's banned. <laughs> definitely in the tweak era right now oh okay 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 a7 we really appreciate all your time all your insight ridiculous this game's ridiculous it's too hard Yeah, no kidding.
my head just exploded. That in itself is fascinating. You know, one of the first things we tell umpires is your job is to de-escalate the situation. Uh. And I'm like, I'm not good at that. (laughs) (laughs) If that person in the stands yelling at me, I'm like, you know. You're going to go Ty Cobb on his ass? Exactly. It's like, hey. You know, don't yell at me. A, I'm the umpire. B, I'm the commissioner in this league. <laughs> I'm doing you a favor by being here. I'm here because we didn't have an umpire for this game.